Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife called to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. I'm glad to be here with you today. Just back from an 11-day road trip done in two parts. First, from here in Katy to the great state of Florida, and then from Florida all the way to Bellevue, Iowa. You know, as with any goal, as soon as you decide and then write it down, obstacles often appear, and that's exactly what happened for me. Bob Proctor describes these as part of the terror barrier, I love that, the terror barrier. And uh, Dan Sullivan calls them raw material. In any case, here's my story. My family growing up periodically took road trips from Iowa to Texas and vice versa. It was the easiest way for our family, which at any given time could be 8, 9, 10, or even 11 people. But it was the easiest way for us to travel back and forth on these long distances back in the 60s, the 70s, and even the 80s. As an adult, I married Leroy, a great guy who has always had an aversion to driving long distances. I mean, it just really is not a part of his happy place. If it's more than 250 miles Forget about it. There's no way he's going to be stuck in a car for that long. That's his limit. That's why for 40 plus years, I've always flown everywhere. And prior to the pandemic, I loved flying. I loved the whole experience. Some people don't like to be in airports, don't like to be on crowded planes. But with few exceptions, flying for me was kind of magical. It was always a place where I appreciated how quickly we got from destination to destination. Well, at least the flying part. And I thought it was actually kind of exciting the few times we experienced turbulence. I know, I know that's kind of weird, but that's just me. I really enjoyed watching the process and getting the good seats on the plane. (laughs) I just thought it was fantastic. Um... I liked taking my mom on plane trips with me. I loved going on plane trips with my family. You know, there were always the, the, the opportunity for delays or reroutings or something because of weather. But all in all, I thought flying was great. And it had the added value benefit of getting me as high in the air as possible. And you know my rule, when you're in high places, you set big goals. So the two highest places I've ever been in my life are 
not necessarily in this order, but flying, of course, which you get all the way up to like 33,000 feet in the air. And I once took a, or actually several times, took a old cog train all the way to the top of Pikes Peak. And so I wrote some big goals anytime I was on a plane or anytime that I was fortunate enough to be going up Pikes Peak. But I digress. Yes, I loved flying. But fast forward to 2021, and here we are. I set a goal to be the assistant par excellence to my brother in a remodeling project at my mama's home in Iowa. And because of the flight situation, I knew that I would have to drive at least as far as Florida by myself, because Leroy for sure was not going to go with me, uh, to hook up with my older brothers, Chuck and Todd, and drive the rest of the way to Iowa. For my international listeners, hello. Just for you to know, from Katy, where I live, to Florida is about 700 miles, or in my case, an 11-hour drive that I would be doing by myself for the first time in my adult life. No problem. As divine providence would have it, Louisiana Mississippi and Alabama are three states between Texas and Florida, and all of them experience the effects of a hurricane about a week and a half before I was supposed to depart. The hurricane caused a lot of damage in those states. God bless those people. Um, And a lot of the damage was along the highway that I was going to be traveling on. So There were reports of blockages and, most concerning to me, fuel shortages and closed roadside stops. For a brief moment, I thought about not going. Remember, I enjoy and embrace a strong affection for coffee, which has its own downline effects, if you know what I mean. I thought about whether I could drive that whole way with only one cup of coffee and on one tank of gas. Both were impossible for me. So I did my research and with the help of my hubby and my brothers and of course Google, we developed a plan whereby I would stop frequently way more than really would usually be necessary on the way to Florida. And each time I stopped, I would fill up with gas regardless of whether I actually needed it or not. And of course, I would take advantage of the restroom facilities each time as well. You guessed it. The plan worked out perfectly and I was blessed with good driving weather, no hiccups, and lots of beautiful sights along the way. All the way to Florida. So when I arrived at my brother's home some 11 hours after setting out at the early hour of 4.30 a.m., I was more or less exuberant because it felt so good to have gone through the fear, the uncertainty, and the doubt. Some people call that FUD. And emerge on the other side of it with a win. Glory be to God. From that moment on, the trip with my brothers to and from Iowa, as well as all of our work on my mother's house, could not have gone any smoother. She got a beautifully remodeled and age-appropriate bathroom, as well as a ton of honeydews done and we got time with the matriarch of the family plus wildly fun times together again as siblings 
In fact, I had such a great time working side by side with my family that I'm already looking for another opportunity to do another family work project. There was one small snafu on our way back to Florida, which in retrospect was really not a big deal. But you know, in the moment, sometimes things take on a life of their own. But somehow along that route on the way home, my iPhone got lost. And you know what that means in this day and age, we carry our whole lives on our phone. At least I do. I mean, I have bank accounts, I have trading accounts, I have my podcast, I have Etsy, I have... Um, the messages, the photographs, the videos, I don't know. It seems like the phone is like an extension of us these days. So it had the potential to kind of upside down that part of our trip. But I decided to stay in a positive mindset and working with my brothers, we were able to get the service stopped on the lost phone and made arrangements to get a new one as soon as we got into Florida on Sunday, and so all's well that ends well, correct? At this point in my life, that little lady in the phone, I think her name is Siri, is my navigator when I'm driving to new places. She helps me find the rest stops, the gas stations, points along the way. She even tells me which lane to be in when it's time to make a turn. And then, you know, I've got my Audible books and, of course, the podcast. So it's amazing how fast time flies when the miles driven are driven with interesting material to listen to. Speaking of which, all the way home from Florida, I listened to a book, An Oldie But a Goodie, by Prentice Mulford, and it was entitled Thoughts Are Things. I'll tell you, I really enjoyed the book, even though he takes some tangential tracks as he works his way through the idea that your thinking precedes all the results in your life. And I agree with this. Prayer is a form of thinking, and I do believe that God is more than willing and, of course, completely able to help us with all of the things that we are trying to do in our lives. But it all begins with our thinking. If you decide to read this book, just be prepared to listen to what serves you on your goal-setting and getting journey and leave the rest in limbo. You feel me? There is some stuff in there that is a little, um, like I said, tangential. So I take, I take what feeds me and I leave the rest behind, if you know what I mean. It was a great reminder that a very good reason to work at maintaining positive thoughts and an optimistic outlook is not only that you will benefit, but by doing so, you benefit others. The shine of your uplifted spirit will fall on the others around you and they will literally experience a lifting of their spirit. And it all begins with you or me, given, you know, who you're talking to. Not only that, but Mr. Mulford reminded me that the frequency, think electrical current of our thoughts, attracts others with the same or similar frequency. Great news when you're thinking thoughts of abundance and optimism, but Stop and think for a minute about when you're thinking thoughts that are based in fear, anxiety, depression, anger, or even lower thought patterns. If he's right, then others with those same thought patterns will be drawn to you, creating almost a negative alliance. And we don't want that, right? We 
are going to guard our thoughts and we're always going to apply ourselves to maintaining thoughts of all that is good in this world. In Colossians 3.16, the Bible says this, Let the peace of Christ to which you are indeed called in one body rule in your hearts and be thankful. Be thankful. Be at peace. And then reflect this spirit in what you think, say, and do. The more you do this, the more positively you will be able to influence your tribe, your family, your friends, and anyone with whom you associate. Try it. See how it works in your life. And then reach out to me. You know the drill. Monica at SharedGoalsConsulting.com You can send me an email there and tell me what you think about Mr. Mulford's book and whether you were able to get anything from it that is of use to you. Like I said, I listened to it all the way home from Florida. That was uh, 10 and a half hours on the way back because I knew what I was doing and I wasn't quite as um, uncertain about whether or not I'd be able to get gas or find some place to freshen up. But like I said, it was a good trip and I listened to him all the way home and he gave me a lot to think about. I will say that. I just, I uh, really enjoyed the book, at least most parts of it. So Prentice Mulford, Thoughts Are Things. Check it out. You can find it on Audible and maybe other platforms where Audible books are still available. All right, ladies, I need to take one moment here and ask you if you enjoy this podcast, please do me a solid and leave me a review or even a rating. Five stars would be fantastic, but you do you. I would really appreciate it and it will just take a little tiny moment of your time. Also, I want to remind you and encourage you if you are setting goals or getting ready to work through some new stuff, there are resources on my website completely free and uh, there's everything from a brag page for those goals that you have reached to um, the exact method that I use to set goals supported by scripture. There are, uh, there's a worksheet to help you in a 21-day sprint complete a goal. That's one of my favorite resources. So check it out. SharedGoalsConsulting.com. It's there for you. And I hope that you find it of benefit. And if you are so good at setting and getting your goals that you just don't need those type of resources, feel free to share it with a friend who maybe is not quite as far along her goal journey as you are. As always, I pray that God will help you on your pursuit of your goals and that he will hear your pray, your prayer and he will turn to you and he will answer you in ways that you can clearly hear and that you will find all that you need on your goal setting and getting journey. And as always, I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now go out and get your goals. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? 
You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, mamas and mimis. Be blessed.